Father, may we build our lives around you. May we build our lives around the way you did things. May we align our lives to the Jesus way of living. And I pray for those that are still considering whether following you is something that they want to do. God, I pray that through the, the power of the worship that we've had and the power of the lyrics and the harmonies that it would have created something deep, stirred something deep within us that, that realized we need something bigger than us. And Father, I know the majority that are with us today are followers of Jesus but God, it's so easy to put our lives based on other things, for circumstances to change, for people to change, for us to change. And that's just not sustainable. And so I pray that those of us that are followers of Jesus, that we would be building uh, every, every system in our lives, that we would build it around you and pleasing you and, and doing the things that, that you have done so that we could be like you. God, I, I pray that you would continue to speak to us in the next few minutes that we have to look at your word, uh, look at the way that Jesus did things. God, I pray that, that uh, we would experience a life transformation with, beginning with me. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. You may be seated. It's good to have you, and thanks for getting online with us today. What a great uh, song to close with. And it is such a, an easy thing for our lives to quickly be centered around something that, that is not sustainable for everything else. Uh, good things, uh, but they're secondary, not primary. And uh, today we're going to be looking at a particular passage. I'll let you go ahead and find that passage, and then we'll get to it in just a moment. Matthew 9.35. Matthew 9.35. And we'll look at verses 35 to 38. So uh, if you've been with us for probably the last four or five weeks, you have heard uh, kind of the new cub mantra. And the mantra is this, you will hear it periodically again because it drives everything that we're doing here at New Cove. Uh, but the mantra goes like this, as a church we're committed to following Jesus, doing what Jesus did in order to become like Jesus is. Or another way to do it through the back door is saying this, learning how to do everything we do in the manner that he did. Now, do not hide your plate over this because I know familiarity breeds contempt. I know that. It's so easy for us to say, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. And it is so easy for us to quickly move on to something else. Uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, John Maxwell, says, most of us are educated way beyond our level of obedience. Most of us are educated way beyond our level of obedience. And so when I look at, at our statement here, as a church, we're committed to following Jesus. And this is all present tense. It is not a one and done. It is ongoing. And that's the beauty of where we're headed as a church, is it's not only for brand new followers of Jesus that, that we have in, in our church group, but also those of us that uh, have been around the block a few times. Uh, that I want to grow in my personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I do not want to get to a place say, I've seen enough, I've done enough, and I'll just kind of uh, glide to the end here. And by the way, I'm not ending anytime soon as far as I know. 
my life. I mean, I'll end the message, but I'm not. Maybe not with your attitude this morning. Obviously, you get plenty of rest, and I don't appreciate it. We're committed to following Jesus, present tense in everything that we do, doing what Jesus did in order to become like Jesus is. And that's why it's so important. We'll talk about it in a moment. But gaining, gaining information about God's Word and then applying it, not just what did Jesus say, but how do we then apply it. Or to become, in order to become like Jesus is, learning how to do everything we do in the manner that it did. Can you imagine what would happen if just this group, an online group, if this is how we lived our life this week, that in everything we do, we did it in the manner that Jesus would have us to do it. Let me just personally, what if you did that? Imagine the change that would happen internally, your motives, but imagine what would happen to the people around you if you treated the people, treated the people around you in the manner that Jesus treated people. And then I'll own it myself that I would, as a follower of Jesus, that I would look at every, every conversation that I have to say, how would Jesus want me to conduct myself? How would Jesus want me to live? You see, this is all talking about present tense. Following Jesus shifts everything. Becoming a follower of Jesus changes everything. In our Monday night uh, uh, group that we've been having uh, our uh, Zoom meetings, uh, talking about the weekend message, uh, there was a person who reminded us what Dallas Willard, Dallas Willard said, and Dallas Willard said, Jesus, if there was a better way to live than the Jesus way, Jesus would want you to embrace it. But the difference in this case is there's no better way than the Jesus way. And so what, as a church, we're saying we want to follow Jesus. We want to do what Jesus did in order to become like Jesus is and to do all learning how Jesus... Handled the people around him in the manner that he did. So let's, let me throw a couple of verses at you, then we'll jump into our Matthew 9 passage. Luke 19.10, the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. That his priorities were to reach out. His priorities were not to divide it at all, but his, his, his goal was to reach out and to, get, uh, to find those that needed uh, a relationship with Jesus. And as we will look at this, look at the extent that, that that priority of Jesus played out. The cross tells us that God is willing to do whatever is necessary to fix what sin has broken. I know Troy set it up well. Let me just pile on. Friday night is a don't miss opportunity, whether here or online. Because we will look at, at, at the damage that sin has done. And we won't just leave it at that. We're going to own our own sin. And then as we look at the cross to realize what has been done for us. It's amazing what Jesus has done for us. And what Friday night will do is set us up to, to celebrate uh, Easter Sunday in a way that, that maybe we wouldn't in the, pa in the past. If you show up here uh, Friday night, bring a notepad because it is going to be very uh, a somber service, and it should be, but very introspective. And we will be in, uh, it's lined up for individuals or groups to be together, same thing at home. But we will have some conversation once we do an introspective look at our own sin. We will talk about it. And, uh, and have that discussion. will be plenty of prayer time. But it will be an amazing service. 
And as Troy said, uh, some younger family, family with younger kids may want to do this at home. And we have a, an outline specifically with questions that would be more probably conducive to bring out conversation uh, with younger kids who may not quite understand all that the cross means. And it'd be just another teachable moment, a very teachable moment as we just sit, sit together as a family and talk about what Jesus did for us, the extent that Jesus went to die for us on the cross. So that will happen on uh, Good Friday, this, this, uh, this Friday. Second Peter 3.9 says, The Lord really isn't slow about his promise, as some think, meaning his return of Jesus. No, he's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Two words I want you to notice there, anyone and everyone. And that is the goal of New Cove is that we would open our lives to the people around us, anyone and everyone, because people need the Jesus way. Following Jesus will dramatically change their lives. It will change our lives. And so we want to do everything we can to be like Jesus. He didn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. So, Matthew 9 is where we are, and let's take a quick look at Matthew 9 and talk about this. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. Let's stop for just a moment and talk about this is amazing news about the kingdom. Let me define kingdom for us to make sure that we can apply this. It is the system that we all choose to embrace to make life work. Everyone chooses a system. Everyone aligns their life, rotates their life around a system in order to handle life and not just to make it through life, but to win whatever win looks like for you. So the kingdom is a system embraced for making life work. Let me just name a few, then it'll make some sense. Many people embrace Success. Many people embrace wins. Many people embrace popularity. Many people embrace an idea of the next sale. Another, people, another person might embrace if I can just find the right person or if I can just get rid of the right person, whatever it may be, thinking if I can just change circumstances, if I can just work harder, then I can change, the, I can change my life to make life work. And what Jesus said is, so what Jesus is saying is that our tendency is to surround, to, to rotate our lives around secondary important things. I'm not saying second things aren't aren't important, but to rotate our lives around secondary things that should not be secondary at all. They should be tertiary, but to rotate our lives around the primary, which is the Jesus way, doing what Jesus did in order to be like Jesus is, living our lives in the manner that Jesus lived. So the good news, Jesus is announcing there's a better way. There's not the way to have relationship for life to win is not transactional. If I'll just do this, then Jesus owes me that. It's not that at all. It is not the idea of us saying if I can just do uh, sin management, if I just improve improve my life. No, Jesus is going to prove a much better way than this. Here it is, the good news about the kingdom. The kingdom, what it is, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. The kingdom is the Jesus way. And if we do what Jesus did, we'll become like Jesus is. And we can live our lives the way God wants us to. Notice it gets even better. 
and he healed every kind of disease and illness. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. And because they were confused and helpless, which is what happens when your secondary is in primary place, it can't be sustained. And we become confused and we become helpless because we're trying to make things work and they were never lined up to make the things work that way. I want to draw attention to the word uh, compassion for just a moment. This is an interesting word. It says Jesus looked at us, looks at everyone with compassion. It's the strongest word in the Greek language for love, and it means this. He was gutted. He was gutted to the heart. His heart was broken. So he says when he saw the crowds, he was gutted to the heart because they were trying to look horizontally for things that can only be met vertically. Like sheep without a shepherd. And he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. That would be Jesus. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. He was gutted because people were not following Jesus. I wonder, I started thinking about this. When was the last time I was gutted to the heart over the condition of people around me? And I began to think my life many times can be so surrounded by good things that I miss out on an opportunity to show compassion, to be gutted for the condition of the people around you. And and we're going to start a uh, a new uh, small group study uh, placed for a purpose. But for part of that study is to say to realize God has you exactly where he wants you so that you can be gutted for a gutted to the heart for a purpose because of the people that God has put around you so that you can be a light to help them look vertically, not horizontally, to make life work. And so I thought about this. God, would you start with me and start now? Not next week. And I'd like for those of us that are followers of Jesus, would you pray this prayer right now? That regardless of where your heart is, would you pray, God, would you gut my heart for the people around me? That I would care deeply about the kingdom, about God's way of doing things. Would you gut my heart for that? And would you start with me and start now? Father, I pray. I pray that our church would be gutted for the condition of the people that you put around us, that you've blessed us with, that we get to treat them in the manner that you would want them treated, that we get to point them to Jesus. Father, I pray that you would give us opportunity uh, to live the way you live so that we can reflect Jesus to them. And Father, I don't just pray that for the new cup as a whole. I pray that for those who are online and those that are in person today. And I take it even a step further. God, would you start with me and start now? And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As followers of Jesus, Jesus changes Everything, it changes the way we do conflict. It changes the way we interact. It changes how we do life. 
Jesus put it this way, Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Love the Lord your God with all your soul. Love the Lord your God with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And then the second one is equally important. Love your neighbors yourself. Why should we be surprised? Jesus was gutted to the heart for the condition of the people around him. In fact, the entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on, new, on these two things, to love God and to love people. So my question is, so then why do you and I exist, and in particular, you're part of the New Cuff family, why does the New Cuff family exist, New Cuff exists to reach and develop the next generation with the good news of Jesus? And that means that we don't just reach them, it's to reach and develop them, to help them embrace God's kingdom, the Jesus way of doing things. And the beauty of our pathway is that it involves people who are not yet followers of Jesus to those of us who've been followers of Jesus for a long time. That's the beauty of doing what Jesus did in order to become like Jesus is. Or learning how to live our lives, everything we do in the manner that Jesus did. So it's ongoing, and that's the beauty of our pathway. Brent, if you'd come on up. Where are you, Brent? We want to give you some opportunities right now that will help you to take some path steps, the next step paths. And I'd like for all of you who brought your phone to get your phone out and go to newcupchurch.org slash... Next steps. Newcupchurch.org dash or slash next steps. Uh, Brent's going to mirror the the uh, the website, and we want to talk about some things that are upcoming in the next uh, couple weeks, the next month, that are immediate opportunities for us to do what Jesus did, to learn how to do what Jesus did in order to become like Jesus is. And for us to be able to live our lives in a manner the way, the way Jesus lived. And we've got a pathway that we are calling uh, Next Steps. And our pathway includes creating environments of, you, you've heard this all for the last five weeks, genuine faith, authentic relationships, a meaningful impact. So here are the commitments. I want to I be a little more prescriptive. And in fact, I don't want to just say this is a nice idea. This is an amazing opportunity, and we're lining it up, and all you have to do is embrace one. Embrace one. You can embrace more if you'd like, but embrace one step for you to be able to increase your understanding of God in genuine faith or authentic relationships if community is, is, is where you are at this point. And to be able to have meaningful impact. And so a couple things here on genuine faith. What we're asking you to do. Let's get up online here. So you're under next steps. So we want to look at at, uh, genuine faith. Or experience God. Excuse me, Brent. And I don't need to say a lot on this one. Because you're already here or you're online. But I really want to encourage you that being in community and creating an environment for worship, uh, prepping for worship and being here is highly important that we do that. And so whether in person 
or online, taking advantage of it, or those all our services always recorded to be able to check it out later and to be able to experience what the new Cuff family is doing and how we're reaching out and, and opportunities for your own personal growth. And then I do not need to talk about Good Friday any more than I already have. Amazing opportunity again for worship. The other thing we've been talking about is the importance of, of reading the Bible. I'll give you our weekly Bible reading plan at the end of the message. Every week we have a reading plan that if you're not already connected in reading God's Word, it's an easy thing to do on you version, and it is there, and we will have that there for you. Uh, we have Right Now Media, uh, some video. You want to talk about Right Now Media for just a second, what that does? Yeah, if y'all are not familiar with Right Now Media, it's, <clears throat> it's essentially the Netflix of Bible studies. Uh, and there's a place on our website right here where you can uh, sign up for your own account if you're connected with our church at all, which means if you're watching today or here in the room, uh, click that. You can sign up for a free account, and it will give you access to thousands of video Bible studies uh, for adults, but also there's great kids material on there as well. And so it's a service that we want to offer to everybody. We are starting a read through the New Testament. It starts in just a couple of days. Brent, talk about the 13-week uh, read-through. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> part of what you see here with our uh, read-through the Bible is we want there to be something that uh, people at any stage in their experience with the Scriptures can do. And so uh, if it's a Bible reading plan, that's great. Uh, but if, it's, if you want to go a little bit further, then uh, our own Dr. Brett Wellstead is going to guide us through a 13-week read-through uh, of the New Testament. And I believe we're going to do a sort of weekly Zoom meetings where we can check in with each other and see how our reading is going. Uh, and it'll just be a great experience to do this together in community. And our Apple TV is not talking to you right now. That's all right. We're, we're reconnecting. Okay. The other option that we have as well uh, is the Bible Project. Uh, that is a pretty deep dive, but it is an amazing historical, grammatical approach to Scripture. You have all kinds of options. If you're wanting more, saying, I just need more uh, Bible Project, and our 13-week study will give you that and then some. So it, has, it, it will be a great opportunity. We've been talking about the importance of prayer. We've talked about the Jesus' model of prayer. Uh, we have uh, sections where you can use prayers from the Bible if that's what you want to use. But we are having, uh, starting the Friday after Easter, a five-week prayer experience. It will be online. And Friday night from 7 to 8, we will have just a short Bible study, about a 10-minute study that sets up our prayer time. The topics that we're going to choose, and we'll make all this available to you. It'll be online, and, and it, uh, we'll explain it to you. But you can just jot down you have interest in this. Uh, the first week is about God's glory. What, is, what does the Bible say about God's glory? And how do we, uh, how do we then pray about and pray, allow us to have our prayer time for God's glory? The next week is personal needs, like 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your cares. And so we'll talk about what does it look like to cast our cares on God and to have... Uh, prayer time just around specific prayers. The third week is going to be an exciting one as we talk about physical and emotional healing. What does the Bible say about it? We will pray for those that we do know who have physical issues and spiritual issues, and it will be done in a way just saying, God, we want to see healing take place. We want you to, uh, to bring all things together for good to those who love you and seek you, and that's what that group will be about. Uh, 
and the next week um, it'll be important. It will. I am drawing a blank. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. I forgot. Go ahead. No, so either way, like the whole idea here is that over the course of five weeks, uh, you have the opportunity to pray in community with others uh, in a way that's formed by the scriptures. So it'll be a great experience. Yeah, and, and I forgot this one. It was, it's awakening. <laughs> so we're going to pray for an awakening, and I just had one. Uh, so we want to pray for spiritual awakening. So what would that look like? Short study, and then you don't have to laugh that much at that one. But that will be our study for that, and we'll close out our study on that. Great. Okay. Then as we look also, uh, as we've talked about the three, then authentic relationships. Let me just read some options that are coming up. But if you're wanting to get connected, you could go to choose community. We have community groups in person and online. And you can simply have get me connected and you can let us know, yes, I want to be connected. This is the night or the day that is best for me. But I want to get connected in a group. And uh, we'll have a listing of, th- of options. But if, as I read through several, you may say, I already have interest in some of these. Uh, one is a called uh, every, every, Tuesday night men, every Tuesday night men get together and have a Bible study together. We're looking at starting another men's group called Renovation of the Heart. We'll let you know how that plays out. We're also having an online study of God's space. That is the best book I have read on what it means to reach your friends for Jesus without looking like a nutcase. And it, it is, is so practical, and that will be uh, a Zoom meeting as well. Uh, but that, if you have interest in knowing how uh, to share Jesus, that will be uh, an excellent one. Uh, we have women's groups that meet during the week. Uh, and so we have uh, Tuesday, night, Tuesday daytime groups that meet. And our mops meet every other week, and they still keep in touch. So if you're a um, mom of a preschooler, that's it. Connections class meets every week after this service, and it's online as well as in person. And so you have option if you're for, for Bible study. They're an amazing group of people who care for one another and also look at, uh, at, at Scripture uh, for a very careful uh, study. And then we have a women's um, event coming up that we're working on today, actually. Uh, but it'll be in May, and so we'll keep you involved in that. All right, let's talk about investing. Yeah. So you go to invest in others, and we have some ways to serve. Serve in New Cove. New Cove Kids is always looking uh, for help, and we try to make that where you're not serving every week so you can be in worship with us. New Cove students are always looking for high-caliber, high-capacity people, so basically you. Uh, And then our ministry teams, worship and arts, women's ministries, hospitality team, uh, and we all always working on what it looks like to move into our community, recognizing that it's been a little awkward over the last bit of time, uh, but there are ways to serve in our community. And I want to brag on, again, New Cove coming through last a uh, couple weeks ago uh, with our vaccination clinic. And uh, then tomorrow we also have uh, a large number of us uh, that are serving at Pinnacle Bank. And so, again, thank you for being the hands and the feet of Jesus to reach out. Uh, to those. Brent, talk to us. What have I missed? Uh, So you notice at the bottom of the serve page here, uh, there's a 
in the service projects. There's an I want to serve. And so if any of the things that you hear mentioned over the course of the weeks uh, in the future come up, you think, oh, that's something I would want to do. Just click that button and let us know, and we'll put you on a list of someone that would love to, to serve with us. Uh, in general, you want me to give a yeah, in general? Yeah. Uh, so the goal here this morning is not to give you a list of 100 things to do. Uh, all these things that we've talked about are things that we believe that if we practice them, they have the potential to form us into people who are more like Jesus. And so uh, our hope is that over the course of the last few weeks, God might have spoken to you about one specific area that he would like you to grow in. And if that's the case, then we want you to be able to find the opportunity that you think would fit you so that you can begin to grow. Um, I know that every sermon series we do at New Cove is the best one that we've ever done. That's obvious. Till next week. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But this one's a little bit different in that uh, more than ever, we don't want to just do a sermon series and then have everybody go, oh, that was really nice. And then we move on to the next sermon series. What we've been talking about over the last month and a half is a a pathway uh, or a system of who we want to be as New Cove and how, how we can become the people that uh, God designed us to be as we follow Jesus. And so that's why there's a whole section of our website dedicated to taking next steps. Um, and we wanted you to be familiar with that this morning. Uh, if you're ever trying to figure out how to sign up for something and you don't know where to find it, uh, if you go to the join us link and click that sign up forms button. It'll take you to our signups page. Uh, and we have a bunch of those things on there all the time. So, uh, for example, you can see the vaccine clinic. There's the read through the new Testament, the five week prayer experience. We've got an event coming up, uh, in late April called secret church. So those things will all be there. Uh, and further down there's uh, small group signups too. So if you ever want to know where to go, that's, that's your one stop shop for signing up for things. Awesome. Great. Get it. Good. Let me close with this, which is basically the Jesus way of living life. You'll remember this prayer from St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. And listen to this. Where there's hatred, let me sow love. Where there's injury, let me offer pardon. Where there's doubt, let me show faith. Where there's despair, let me show hope. Where there's darkness, let me provide light. Where there's sadness, let me be the reflector of joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled, but as to console, to be understood as to understand to be loved as to love for it is in giving that we receive it's in pardoning that we're pardoned and it's in dying that we are born to eternal life that is the Jesus way that's the best way to live so why not start with me and why not start now let me pray for us Father, we want to live the Jesus way. And in order to live the Jesus way, we've got to pursue you. We've got to allow you to 
be our kingdom, be our way of living. And so, Father, as we look at all these options, God, may you put on our heart one so that we can begin to pursue you and allow you to change us to be more like you. That's what we desire. That's what I desire. Start with me and start now. Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible reading plan for this week, if you're looking for one, uh, will be a great setup for Easter. It's an amazing plan. And so if you're looking for a quick, not necessarily quick, but a great way uh, to start your week off tomorrow and end up on, on Sunday, uh, the Bible reading plan is called It Is Finished, and it'll guide us through Scripture and Reflections. It's an amazing study as well. Uh, your giving makes a difference. I'm so proud of our New Cup Church. You've consistently given in awkward situations when it's not been easy, and uh, I'm grateful. You're helping us to be a church that can make an impact uh, in, this, in, the, in our, the country around us.